Hi guys, welcome to another insightful episode of Martech No Beat, a specially curated podcast powered by Netcore. Here's where we talk to leading product champions, growth practitioners, and gain some really interesting insights through their thoughts, their stories around all things product. I'm your host Mayuri, and joining me today is a very, very special guest, Damini Mishra, who's currently a senior product manager at Khatabook. Damini has seven plus years of experience working in high growth product teams in the consumer internet space, and she's someone who truly enjoys building technology products for the next billion users. So warm welcome, Damini. Thanks so much for being a part of this podcast. So glad to have you join me in today. Hi, Mayuri. Thank you. Thanks a lot for the introduction. And I'm really glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Let's get started then. Um, you know, first things first, uh, everybody hears of Khatabok. We know the incredible growth that, you know, the organization has had in the past couple of years. How's been your experience, uh, you know, in Khatabok, you know, uh, working in the product team? Uh, just a little light on that would really be interesting for our users. Right. So uh, it's been, I think, six to seven months since I've been with Khatabok. Uh, it's uh, the their uh, growth uh, story has been quite incredible. They've done so much uh, in such a uh, short span of time. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of it is just, uh, you know, uh, the quality of people working here, just a very talented uh, group of people. And they've been able to uh, execute really fast. Uh, by just like focusing on two major things. Uh, one is, uh, you know, for user research. Mm -hmm. They are very, very close to the users. Everybody, uh, you know, constantly is in touch with uh, users. Mm -hmm. uh, every uh, small change also that we make on the app, uh, it's, you know, driven by, uh, you know, some user insight, some conversation mm -hmm. uh, that we've had with our merchants. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, the other uh, big uh, sort of piece of the puzzle is, uh, data analytics we have a very strong team uh, you know of analysts uh, who work very closely with uh, both product managers and business leaders right. and uh, uh, most of our decisions as i said are driven by uh, user insight but also like powered by uh, you know data so uh, they uh, these are the two things that uh, you know are are strong suit uh, and uh, yeah it's a very agile team uh, of people uh, yeah. with strong user empathy yeah. and that's why we've been able to execute fast and most of the things that we have uh, launched have actually worked well for the merchants and has added real value to their business superb superb that's that's great to hear and you know thanks for that great insight you know into really the world of khatabok and uh, the way you're working with so much agility um you know just just a cue on that uh, you talked about you know uh, user research being a primary uh, you know factor when you design new features or even when you're looking at um, you know probably acquiring new users right um, and we also know that the entire SaaS space has been abuzz with the growth your concept of product-led growth. Yeah. Uh, uh, when you and I were chatting, you know, you told me that product-led growth really helps brands acquire, uh, you know, high-quality users at a at a very optimal cost, um, which automatically then would, of course, translate to greater user retention. So, you know, what are your thoughts around this entire PLG piece? 
so i think uh, for any uh, b2c internet company like user acquisition is one of the you know uh, the main uh, uh, important pieces right so right. and when it comes to user acquisition there are three uh, you know met core metrics one is scale one is quality and uh, third one is cost yeah. right so uh, uh, when you work with other uh, sort of third party platforms like facebook google etc uh, and, and you you know place your ads there you do get immense scale right and you can uh, you know optimize cost as well uh, sorry there's like a plane <laughs> no problem <laughs> yeah so yeah uh, and you can uh, you know there there's a lot of scope for optimization as well but uh, the quality bit right because you're directly reaching out to people and uh, there's a sort of limited uh, levers you have as a brand to be able to uh, you know uh, uh, surgically target uh, users i think product led growth uh, sort of really comes into the picture here and uh, helps brands in acquiring uh, users at at scale and you know uh, people who especially people who are relevant to the product so um under uh, sort of product led initiatives there's you know a lot of room for you know us to uh, leverage our current user base to acquire new users right so you uh, have your set of new users you have like power users who have been using the app for a long time they are happy with the product uh, you know they have a high nps score and how do you get them to uh, you know sort of become like brand ambassadors uh, for the product Uh, right and get more and more people to uh, uh, you know uh, download the app and use it uh, that sort of comes into the of course the referrals thing and we we'll, uh, you know talk about referrals uh, in detail yeah. but within uh, product led growth there are a lot of other things as well that bring virality free trials for example has you know uh, works really well um uh, and especially uh, for a product like khata book which caters to a more tier 2 tier 3 audience which is Absolutely. more price conscious i think uh, there it's you know uh, as a tool it really makes a difference because it makes people you know uh, experience a product before and you know try to understand its value before uh, making the purchase yeah. and yeah. Uh, free trials across the world for saas products uh, and khata book also is essentially a saas product yeah. uh free trials you know work really well apart yeah. from that there are other things like content creation uh seo community building which also add a lot of value um, in uh, you know user acquisition through a sort of product so uh yeah i think within khata book as i said like we have really leveraged uh you know free trials uh, to quite an extent and uh, it's worked out well because it opens up the funnel it more and more people uh, uh you know get to experience a new feature and see if you know it's helping them grow their business and then uh, we price it in a way that is uh, that makes it uh, you know affordable for you know the lowest common denominator so uh yeah i think within product led growth there's just so much that uh, is uh, you know uh, there and i've worked on 
primarily uh, you know uh, referrals uh, you know in my career and uh, there's just so much uh, potential in this channel and apart from that seo as well uh, you know uh, the web space uh, if you really open it up mm-hmm. and uh, to, you know relevant content that people search on google there's a lot that you can drive traffic uh, for and then sort of later convert them into the actual uh, app funnel absolutely i think a lot of these made so much sense to me i especially loved when you said you know surgically target users i really love that phrase damini <laughs> and you know it's so interesting to hear and um the next question you know somewhat ties into this because uh, like you correctly said the acquisition channels are so many uh, especially channels like you know referrals and community that's giving you so much good traction right. getting you yeah. users that are closer to your power users right Yes. Now, uh, every user is different. You know, um, every user will have their own characteristics, and the way you treat a first-time user will definitely not be the same for for everybody, right? Right. Um, if you could share some approaches and some strategies on how you've been able to deliver relevant content uh, and contextual app experiences to your users at the right moment at the right time, I think that would also really help the listeners. right i think uh, like overall uh, personalization of the app according to the context of the user how uh, you know mature the user is where the user is coming from that is key in app retention right hmm. so uh, there are you know a lot of different data cuts that you can have one of the most sort of the low hanging fruit here is uh, you know the app experience for like a new user versus a you know retained user right hmm. so uh, when it comes to the app experience for a new user i think it's important to really keep it simple and uh, basically help them understand the app before they can explore other things Absolutely. and that's something that has worked well for khata book as well uh, especially when you know in saas you that you have so many offerings and you know you would want people to um, you know explore all of them but it's really important for a new user to first understand the core proposition before sort of going and exploring other things on the app yes. so uh, decluttering has uh, worked out well for khata book uh, you know making it really simple and focusing on the ledger mm-hmm. uh, getting them to uh, you know start using the ledger start you know adding their uh, credit transactions there and then opening up the app eventually as they get more and more mature on the uh, on the platform right. that is something that you know has uh, worked out well right. uh, that's that on the new user front but even among mature users there are very different kinds of users uh, we have different personas based on you know the kind of uh, frequency amount of transactions that they right. make on the platform right. and basically uh, a lot of our new uh, features uh, new premium uh, you know features that we uh, introduced uh, are on the basis of you know the kind of uh, behavior the user has had on the app so um, uh, you know something like you know bulk reminders where you can you know uh, select multiple uh, customer uh, multiple customers at once and send them reminders to you know pay you the uh, money that they owe you yes. i think that is something uh, that we have been able to personalize for a more mature audience uh, who have like a you know a bigger list of customers so it all uh, we have the uh, you know power of data right we are able to uh, you know uh, uh, segment users in the best possible way and that really helps us in uh, personalizing the experience for them 
there's still a lot that needs to be done uh, right. uh still uh, we're all we're also young uh, as a company and we're still like you know getting so much data and trying to make uh, you know uh, sense of it uh right. but yeah i think personalization generally as a tool uh, to for app retention uh, works really well across the board in pretty much everywhere else that i worked right. and uh, in khata book as well it's been uh, it's been quite useful absolutely you know i mean yeah the learning of course never stops but all of these uh, i think become very very important levers when you when you try uh, you know to experiment out with new features new personalized um, elements as well um and you know uh, like you also mentioned referrals is something that is very very close to you personally as well since you worked on it yeah. so uh, so closely yeah. um and i you know remember um, a lot of brands doing some really cool work with referrals like um, i don't know if you've also noticed airbnb's website completely changes you know if depending on the if the users come through a referral or not um, so this was a topic i was very curious about damini you know how important has referrals been for you even as a in khata book and how do you really ensure to you know you're able to get those referrals from your uh, power users and your community right so i think yeah overall referral uh, as a channel is a great tool you know possibly the best possible tool for acquisition because essentially it's a word of mouth channel right so right. Uh, the users who are happy with your product and uh, you know have a high nps score most likely will go out and uh, you know tell their friends about it and make sure that they also use it right, right. so it it's uh, the closest thing you have to like a virality uh, in a product right, right. so uh, yeah i think uh, uh, a lot there are so many elements in a referral program i think first and foremost is uh, uh, you know the incentive structure right so right. what is the incentive structure and what is the format uh, basically means meaning that you know what is that one action that uh, the uh, the referred user needs to take uh, which uh, basically triggers the referral incentive for that user Uh, for the referring user and what is the format of the incentive right so a lot of like airbnb is a good example because they give uh, credits airbnb credits yes, yes. Uh, as there is referral incentive there are a lot of people uh, who uh, so robin hood uh, again a very good example they give uh, stocks uh, right it's a stock right. trading platform and right. they give stocks as a referral incentive so any incentive which is basically which can be uh, used within the app ecosystem itself is obviously Uh, works really well because it kind of closes the loop right so the yeah. user not only uh, you know brings in uh, like their friends and they start to use the app but also as incentive they uh, get to use the app even uh, right. further yes so uh, that uh, the referral uh, incentive format also becomes uh, very important uh yeah uh, that uh, that is pretty like the majority of the scale uh, that you get from uh, referrals you know uh, comes when you really crack the referral incentive and uh, you know the structure yeah. uh, apart from that uh, a lot of people also have done you know gamification around uh, referrals something that we are also uh, you know looking into and how we can in integrate that wow. uh, so uh, gamification meaning basically anything uh, any kind of campaigns any kind of contests which creates a sense of urgency in the user to refer today as uh, opposed to later and you know procrastinating because yeah. the referral program is kind of like static right so yeah. you don't change the program so much uh, and it kind of stays in one place uh, in the app so it's very easy for the user to you know 
ignore it and you know think that they'll do it later right. so uh, any uh, kind of uh, chance based uh, rewards uh, or any uh, timed incentives that you know if you refer in the next 48 hours you'll you know get a higher incentive so these yeah. kinds of like any games that people play uh, around this this uh, that actually works quite well uh, for referrals because it always uh, makes sure that uh, you know the referral program uh, has like a permanent space in the uh, mind share of the user right so they have like you know they always think that this is one of the things that they have to do because there's like yeah. real uh you know incentive associated with it yeah. uh and uh, it uh, sort of brings you uh, brings the kind of scale also that you aspire for superb superb such a great insight that you know um i, I automatically started thinking of the apps that i use I always mean to refer, but like you said, since it's already there in the app, I'm like, okay, I'll do it sometime later. Right. Yeah. And then it's, you know, wonderful thought that how do you run campaigns in order to just nudge me to actually go ahead and refer and, and you know, complete that cycle, like you said. Yes. I so, think uh, even within those campaigns, the two, like there is one sort of more product led approach and one uh, more of a marketing led approach. Hmm. The product led approach would basically just, uh, you know, nudge users when they are uh, at the happiest state uh, of mind, right? Or uh, are, uh, are most gratified with the product. Yeah. So a lot of product, uh, you know, uh, apps would uh, basically put the referral uh, communication after, say, the order has been placed or order right. has delivered right. in the case of e-commerce right so similarly uh, how do we find those uh, gratification points in the user journey when they will be more likely to refer and then like really targeting uh, them to refer at that point so that's a more product-led approach and the other is of course the marketing-led you know just to keep it uh, you know uh, constantly uh, increase the visibility of yeah. Or the referral channel and uh, keeping it exciting for them right so yes. uh, not to just leave it at a very static experience but uh, seeing how you can make it more dynamic absolutely absolutely makes a lot of sense those are some great insights Damini and uh, you know before we move on to probably a final question um, this entire idea of getting to those gratification points uh, when the user is most likely to refer uh, it would be a very different ball game uh, for Kata Book, right? Because at the end of the day, you're designing an experience for a quote-unquote non-traditional user base, right? Like right. a tier two, yes. tier three user base. Um, what have been some of these very interesting challenges or learnings for actually designing features and products for small business owners and very, very different personas, uh, you know, in, in tier two, tier three cities? Right. I think uh, the beauty and also the challenge uh, in something like this is that uh, even though there are uh, like so many different kinds of users, mm -hmm. uh, different, well, you know, biz, uh, there are, you know, retailers, there are distributors, suppliers, and there yeah. are different uh, uh, business types as well, right? Somebody has a grocery store, somebody has, you know, a pan shop, right. and all of them have very different, uh, you know, requirements uh, in general, right? Uh, different kinds of ways that they do business. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you have like such a diverse set of users, and at the same time, you want to keep uh, you know uh, the app simple so that exactly. uh, you know are catering to all the use cases without like overtly complicating it so yeah. I think one of the things that really and it's like uh, it feels like a no-brainer but uh, as a product and you know design team it's difficult to actually uh, you know implement it it's mm -hmm. just 
you know focusing on simplicity right uh, um, a lot of these uh, users are entering uh, you know using internet for the first time probably the second or third app that they are using after whatsapp and facebook so yeah. there's generally hesitancy uh, and just a lack of comprehension of you know how to use apps mm -hmm. uh, the the internet adoption is generally lower and um, the app uh, you know helps them in business uh, which is why they use it mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you know we can't sort of really go all in and you know uh, show them you know hundreds of different kinds of uh, features that they can use it's yeah. not that like we can't uh, build those features it's just that you know yeah. we uh, really have to focus on what is more most important to the you know uh, to majority of those users and how do you really you know simplify it mm. so a lot of the effort that uh, you know goes into the product development process is in making things really simple and easy yeah. for them to understand making yeah. things intuitive right so yeah. Uh, yeah i think that is a crucial especially with saas products because like if you and i are using a saas product uh, you know on desktop that's uh, like we are used to like a, a more sophisticated uh, design with a lot of different kinds of action points right. but the same can't be uh, you know uh, replicated for an audience like this so right. anything which is which feels more intuitive to them uh, which feels simple for them to at least adopt and start using that is the kind of design that usually you know makes the cut so uh, like a very uh, serious uh, you know uh, you know almost like an obsession on simplicity is what i think really drives uh, the growth as well because otherwise we won't have reached the kind of scale that we have um another thing is also localization of the app has worked really well okay. uh, uh, so i think uh, you know especially in tier 2 tier 3 cities where mm -hmm. people are you know uh, used to speaking and reading in uh, you know the local languages right. uh, understanding the app in english or even hindi uh, you know uh, it's it's a bit of a challenge and that is where even when they uh, you know there is a use for the app they really want to use it and uh, you know the app features are right but if they're not able to understand the words then you know the game is lost right there right. so uh, we've also you know we have a localization team every uh, you know every word on the app is you know localized right. in the languages yeah. and that has really helped also like that's you know a big component of the entire growth story because now people can when they you know uh, download the app the first thing we ask is which language they want to uh, use it in and uh, you know significant people a number of people uh, select you know their local languages yeah. and that really helps them understand uh, the whole uh, you know the uh, the utility of the app so yeah i think the, the simplicity and localization are two things that i think uh, are crucial for uh, this audience specifically awesome awesome makes a lot of sense thank you for these insights damini you know i'll i'll wrap it up with the three key learnings that i could take away from you know all your all your experiences of course number one keeping it really simple intuitive you know that really has helped you drive growth um, you know the massive growth that you've had especially for uh, you know very non conventional audience space uh number 2 and my favorite line i'm repeating again would be how do you surgically target users you know get your power users core users to then um, you know bring in other personas who who are likely to then stick around with you yes 
and uh, of course the other um, other piece which was you know how do you use a product led growth sort of strategy even when you're nudging users to refer right uh, what is it that completes the cycle of a referral happening and then the incentives being aligned and the core core loop of your product getting completed uh, it was a great great session damini that you know it brings us to the end of the podcast um, very insightful i'm sure our listeners would enjoy this um, and we would definitely look forward to more tips damini sometime in the future sure uh, i would absolutely love to it it was a great experience talking to you awesome awesome all right so then on behalf of netcore all the listeners a uh, very very heartfelt thank you again for sharing your thoughts uh, and um, here's all of us wishing you a very very healthy and strong rest of 2021 hope this passes soon and you know we are back to being um, more more happy and more out there thanks so much damini thank you so much thank